To this broadcast of Black Talk Radio News. My name, of course, is Scotty Reed. I'm broadcasting from behind the enemy lines of USA Inc. It is February the 10th, February the 10th in this year, they call 2023. And I'm kind of really excited to uh, bring an old family member. I mean, I guess we can call Tag family, right? Definitely part of the abolitionist family so the longtime listeners y'all family too right so y'all know tag y'all heard him on new abolitionist radio um he also had a podcast called intercoms and so he's no he's no stranger to you or at least he shouldn't be um and i actually did meet tag you know i interviewed hundreds of people but and talked to many others um through digital radio through the internet and he's one of the few I've actually met in person. And we met at a historic, you know, Black History Month. I definitely would say that the uh, Millions for Prisoners Human Rights March that happened on August the 17th in 2017, that definitely count as Black History. Part of Black August, um, actually. And so that's where I met Tag was in Washington, D.C. at Lafayette Park. Um, right across from the White House, and it, it was a really, you know, great event. We were there for the prisoners and for something very, very sad and something that should make you mad, and that's because, you know, we all recognize as abolitionists, 21st century slavery exists. 13th Amendment did not abolish slavery, and of course, through New Abolitionist Radio, we meticulously went through every state constitution, and each one of them had an exception clause at that time. But fast forward now, I think there's what, eight states with four more abolishing slavery in their state constitutions, and before I bring Tag in, let me say this though. You know, cause our community is kind of divided on politics and, and I understand people's skepticism when it comes to participating in that people activity area, as Mr. Fuller says. Now, I have, I have come to the conclusion that that area covers all other ones, that it regulates past laws, everything. I mean, sex, right? There's laws about who you can have sex with, um, uh, war, economics, I mean, just everything. But politics controls all of that. You can pass legislation, pass ordinances, put rules in place, and and affect every one of those areas, okay? So it's very important. And, and, and when I first started doing New Abolitionist Radio, not first doing it, but when Max Parthas became a part of New Abolitionist Radio, he introduced himself to me as an anarchist. He didn't believe in voting, okay? And I ain't press him on that. And I always say, well, I'm registered to vote and I don't miss a vote, you know? Cost me 10 minutes of my time, if that, you know, depending upon if you go early voting or not. But now he's part of an organization that's using the ballot box, which of course you gotta have voters to vote on the ballot, So now he's part of an organization that's using politics as a tool to get anti-slavery initiatives on state ballots that's changing constitutions. 
that's changed. That that's historic, you know, and it doesn't get the 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 coverage that it deserves. It doesn't get the people uh who are doing the work don't, you know, get their flowers. So I gotta give it to them. You know what I'm saying? So I just want to stress the importance of politics, especially when it comes down to the local level with some stuff that's going on with young men um, that they murdered, the police, the slave catchers murdered. And I don't use that word lightly. The video evidence and the other forensic evidence suggesting my home county that they murdered Jason Lipscomb. And now they're trying to put Marvin McCaskill into 21st century slavery for something that he didn't even do that looks like a setup but y'all can follow on facebook go to gaston county community talk follow that page that's where i post news reports um and programs on that page but you know all of that politics Okay, all of that controls all of that at the local level. The slave catchers are controlled by it. But tonight, though, like I said, Tag don't really need an introduction. He's an abolitionist, also a student, and he's joining us tonight. And he has been a part of our family going back. And Tag can correct me if I'm wrong, but at least 2017, I'm going to say that that year that we had that march, he might have been listening to New Abolitionist Radio before then. I just don't recall. I'm getting older. I'm not old, but I'm getting older. But, you know, he has recently been working with the Spirit of Mandela Coalition, and they're working, to, and I quote, to help advance the struggle against genocide. The Spirit of Mandela Coalition has been organizing to build a people Senate. Now, there's going to be a webinar this sat not this saturday when is the 18th uh it might be yeah not tomorrow but the next saturday um february the 18th at, at noon um and you can register we got on blacktalkradionetwork.com the uh, all the links where you can go register for this webinar or use the qr code uh which is posted there as well so without further delay let, let me bring bring on tag and um, he can tell me how long he been part of the Black Talk Radio Network family. What's up, Tag? Peace, peace, Brother Scotty. Ideally, the vocals are coming through clearly. It's been in and out. Some of that was, was getting a little bit distorted for me, but it was sounding clear toward the end. Y'all can hear me okay? Yeah, I, I hear you perfectly. Okay, great. Yeah, well, it was, it was definitely before then, uh, as far as, working with and connecting with Black Talk Radio Network and the Black Talk Media Project, uh, given that, you know, before before that, before we were able to link up, uh, you know, at the Millions for Prisoners' Human Rights March, I uh, was doing some kind of more, uh, some, some work uh, in terms of we were putting together some of the uh, BTR community pages, for example, yeah. and um, other work like that. So I'm saying... I'm, I'm going to say at least closer to maybe 2014, 2015, somewhere around there. It's, it's been a good minute. Almost a decade then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. and, and so, Tag, what, before we jump into this stuff, what, what are your thoughts, man, on um, any progress the new abolitionist movement um, has made in, in that time? 
Mm-hmm. Well, tremendous progress is what is what I would say. Um, ideally, some some of y'all uh, may have had a chance to peep out our our premiere installment of about the people, a, a broadcast also coming out of here in Mandela. And um, one part of what came up during one of the segments of that broadcast, uh, we had a chance to really just kind of uh, make space and, and, and commune with uh, Brother Jaleel Muntikim, uh, you know, long-standing freedom fighter, veteran Panther, and, and Black Liberation Army member, and uh, one of the co-founders of Spirit of Mandela. And, and that was part of uh, what emerged in our discussion there, is that there have re there's really been a, a, a tremendous resurgence of abolitionist work in these past several years. And of course, you know, it, it could always be more, uh, we would always love to see more heads embracing abolitionism, recognizing that enslavement is still going on uh, in the U.S. all day, every day. But, um, you know, since if, if we're looking at even just the last 10 years or, or several years, uh, it, 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 it's been tremendous. Uh, the, the, the level, the, the furthering of people's awareness of the issues and, and the fact that now the, the other side has to resort to all kinds of different tactics to suppress the information and, and, and to disconnect us from, from these realities. So in, in, in my opinion, it's uh it's 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 been huge the the uh the growth of the abolitionist movement and of course new abolitionist radio uh has to has to really be pointed toward as as a key element of that as far as really just staying on the mission of of recognizing and 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 exposing that all roads lead to slavery word word and and so um i i don't Think about it like this, though, Tag. I had no idea that I would live long enough to see states change their constitution on the issue of slavery, where, you know what I'm saying, it was no political speak. It was just straight-up language. Should slavery uh, be legal in this state? And so what, what are we up to now? Seven, eight states, you know? Yep, yep. It, it, it would be seven, if I'm not mistaken, as far as um, as, as far as since Colorado, right? Because it would be uh, Colorado, Utah, Nebraska. There were, I, I, if I'm not mistaken, we were at three going into uh, what was being termed the Freedom Five this past cycle, right. and then four out of those five were successful. So I'll, I'll 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 double check on that. I would want to confirm, but if I'm not mistaken, we're at seven. Now there's also legislation in Congress with co-sponsors to change the thirteenth. And right now, I'm just getting a a image, a mental image of the in Lafayette Park that day, and the brother who was speaking, and he kept saying his thing was a man thirteen. Now, do you remember that brother? Absolutely. Absolutely. I can, I can still, I can still picture that, 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 Yeah. Your line is kind of breaking up on me, uh, tag. And I think it might, it might be this particular line you called into. I don't know if it's yours, but can I call you at this number that you called in from? I'm going to call you from a different line. Yeah. Yeah. 
Okay, go ahead and hang up, and, I, and I'll call you on that line. Uh, y'all bear with me, but his audio is really bad, and I think it's, it's what he called into. So I'm going to call him, and I'll see if we can get a better connection using some different software. Might have to turn that volume down. Tag, is that, you there? Yeah, yeah. That is that clear? Better, isn't it? Is is that coming through clear? Yes. Are you able to hear me clearly? Definitely. All right. Yeah. So I'm going to go ahead and um, lock this this line here. Well, people can still call in if they have a question. Let me not do that. Perhaps they'll have better luck. But uh, the telephone number, which I should have been giving out, is 717-908-1834. And the code is 269-626, 269-626. Again, that telephone number, if you have a question for a tag or me, you can give us a call at 717-908-1834. And the code is 269626. And and so before um, I had to reconnect with you, Tag, on a different line, um, yeah, we were talking about the young man. He had a yellow sign with black letters, uh, said a man 13. And, mm-hmm. you know, and, and that's cool. But as we chopped it up, you know, about that, you know, when I say we, I'm talking about the new abolitionist movement. In general, we had these conversations on radio programs over the web, however, um, we came to the uh, realization that you can't amend a constitutional amendment. You have to abolish it and replace it. And there's legislation right now in Congress to do just that. I, again, I cannot stress that I ain't think I would be alive to, to see this much movement on the issue by the, by people in the system. That's what's astonishing. The grassroots always been there, whether it was a small group or, 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 or people, or maybe it was just the prisoners, Mr. Lee Wood, um, um, who wrote the book Prison Slavery back in the 70s, you know, uh, or whether it is all the abolitionists we have today. It was a lot of people at several different rallies on August the 17th, 2017, around the nations. And I heard they were well attended, but a lot of people traveled to D.C., man, spent money, you know, for lodging, transportation, and all that. To, to, and so I definitely had to say they was committed, and that's where I met you. But did you think, Tag, we would have seen that much movement within the system? Within the system, I, I would say not. You know, I, I, I always I always look to stay optimistic, especially about, you know, our, our the work, movement work, revolutionary work. And so I, I, I'm not surprised that the movement has pushed forward and that, that more heads are getting on board with abolitionism and, and, and connecting those dots. But, yeah, from, from, you know, the officials and electeds and, and all of this, I, I, I wouldn't have expected uh, that much traction in, in these few years. But it's a testament to any, it's a testament to a number of different factors. Of course, just the dedicated organizing work and agitation work and education work and it's also just a testament to the fact that ultimately, you know, the, the truth is going to 
be final when it's said and done. And so some of these uh, officials elected and, and, and such, they, they apparently seen the writing on the wall and, and they don't want to end up on the slavery side of things, you know, historically when it's all said and done. Word, word. The slavery side of history. Well, those uh, uh, Republicans in uh, Louisiana sure didn't care. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and they was like, man, if we do this, if this goes through, these prisoners might be able to sue. You know, that's basically what they what they said straight mm -hmm. up. And, and yep. so they poured all their money into the propaganda campaign to get people to vote against it. And just think about that. You know, the majority of the people who vote are, are, I would say, on the bottom of the class totem pole. Would you not say that? But even if mm -hmm. they're in the middle, the middle class is heavily affected by uh, aspects of prison slavery as well. So these are, again, people voting against their own interests. So I guess they think they'll never be a slave or they'll never be the one to get shot by a slave catcher. It's just, it's just sad, man. But, but I'm like you, I'm going to stay positive about it because four out of five states changed their constitutions to finally outlaw constitute uh slavery in uh by way of their constitutions so tag the spirit of of uh, uh, people senate um now it in the material um uh, that's being promoted it's being called a historic initiative to put decision making in the hands of the people through coordinated strategic action the people senate will be a national cohesive network reflective of poor and working class communities across the United States, its colonies and territories. The People's Senate is uniting with all willing to work together to protect, champion, and uphold the human rights of black, brown, and indigenous peoples, thus ensuring the human rights of all people. And so again, those listening, you can get the information for the link to register for the webinar. You got the uh, QR code there. You can scan with your device. Um, but yes, you can go to blacktalkradionetwork.com uh, in the description for tonight's show. So, so tag that. Now let's, let's break that down in the layman terms. Um, mm -hmm. let me see. Cause the only similar thing I think I've ever actually know that happened was the indigenous people of Hawaii had voted to restore their kingdom, the kingdom of Hawaii, which was colonized by the United States by the barrel of a gun. Um, and that's not an exaggeration. Um, and, and they voted and this was during the Obama administration and they voted to get their country back. But, they haven't got their country back and I haven't heard anything else about it, but they took, yep. you know, the, it was a people's initiative and they voted. So yeah, it, it, had you ever heard of that and how is this similar or different? Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I recall, uh, BTR, uh, covering that, um, yes, more we so did. than, than, yeah, more so than, than most spots. Uh, so yes, I definitely do recall that, and it was it was very much a an encouraging development, and I trust and uh, I, I trust and 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 will will be happy to find out that those efforts are continuing, uh, 
but as, as, as with you, I have not heard any updates about that since and can only imagine that these, these same colonizing forces, you know, that, that were hell-bent on colonizing uh, Hawaii in the first place and, and, and doing everything that they could to strip those heads of sovereignty, or, you know, um, did, did the kind of dirty tricks that they do to, uh, to, to take some of the energy out of those efforts. Uh, but I have I have heard of some positive developments um, from that region uh, more recently. I just haven't heard anything about that that particular um, resolution. Yeah, now, I know a couple uh, of people I could reach mm-hmm. out to, as you noted. I have had activists from Hawaii on Black Talk Radio News in the past, and I'll reach out to them um, because I would like to know. Wouldn't you like to know? Absolutely, absolutely, and and I would love to with them as well and see you know what their thoughts are on involving with the people senate as well okay. you know because it this is this is not just an initiative that that's only focused on you know the domestic uh u.s but it's it's territories as well mm-hmm. so and we, so we have comrades you know working out of uh, some of the territories that the u.s has laid claim to through colonization, and so we got to build with our our, our family um, out, out in Hawaii as well. So now I know during the webinar, which again will be Saturday, February the eighteenth, um, at twelve o'clock, and that's noon. Um, again, they can register at blacktalkradionetwork.com. Uh, of course, we'll share this on all our social media, and uh, people can register. But you know, I know they'll have a lot of Q and A sessions with that, but in layman terms, man, you know, using your words, tell us what the people Senate is to you. What does it look like from from your perspective? This initiative Absolutely. that you're a part of. Absolutely. What I'll say is this development of the people Senate is the most. Uh, I, it's it's the most. I, I would say inspired organizing effort that I've ever been a part of in the sense that, so let me, let me take a step back before we get into um, the People's Senate, because, of course, the People's Senate flows out of Spirit of Mandela and, and more particularly the Tribunal Against Genocide, which occurred in October, in October of 2021. Okay, so, <clears throat> so that tribunal found the U.S. guilty of five charges of genocide. And on top of that, the, the overarching charge of genocide itself. And so out of that, I, and now as you know, you know, with movement people, it's a question of just hitting the ground running. So out of that, of course, you know, we, we were very pleased at the outcome, which we expected that the U.S. would be found guilty. Uh, and we, it was certainly an inspiring and, and, and needed set of, of um, you know, testimony and, and, you know, cultural connection and historical connection and all of that. So, but rather than just celebrate that fact and say, yes, the U.S. is found guilty of genocide and keep it moving, the, the whole focus was where, what do we do with this energy that we've built and with this collectivity that we're working with to actually counter that genocide that is still ongoing? So just because the U.S. was found guilty of the genocide doesn't mean that they're just going to 
fall back from doing it because that you know that's just how they get down and so what the people senate is doing now is is weaving that network putting together across these uh states and these territories a coordinated effort to counter that genocide because the view of spirit of mandela and those comrades that we welcome to build this people's senate with us because it's it's a it's a communal effort this is not something that's coming top down where it's you mm-hmm. know spirit of mandela says here's the people's senate here's who's on the senate and mm-hmm. you know join us it's, it's it's not like that at all and that's part of why i find it so inspiring and and why i feel so certain that this is the let me, vehicle let me that's needed at this time let me ask you a question mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. to me, you were at the beginning um, when abolitionism really started to take off again, modern mm-hmm. abolitionism and stuff. But I kind of felt that way about that movement as well, that it was no CEO, there was no, you know, director of communications, there was no, you know, legal defense fund or anything like that, and that it mm-hmm. was just different organizations and individuals um utilizing resources to you know do the work of abolition absolutely absolutely yeah this this most recent iteration of the abolitionist movement exactly and and so and as we know each time we 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 figure out a lot and we build Mm -hmm. and then you know then some other things occur so i would say similarly you know it was it was over 70 years ago now you know when 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 the us was charged with genocide you know we charged genocide right with right. with william patterson you know and 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 so many other heads paul robeson you know um this so so it's it's a question of taking that momentum that's been built taking that the work that has already been done and just continuing to push it forward and so part of Part of what the People's Senate is focused on doing is is taking the reality of, of the genocide that the U.S. is conducting, recognizing that this is an untenable situation of governance, particularly for us who are black, brown, and indigenous, who are suffering the the, the maximum brunt of that ongoing genocide. And, and we say we, we can't possibly tolerate governance where it's genocide for profit on, on, on our backs and necks. And so what, what, what are we going to do about it? We have to seek out alternatives to a mode of governance, to a system that has no interest in relating to us on any other level besides genocide for profit. And so the People's Senate is keeping our eyes, ears, senses out toward all of the excellent work that's already going on across the U.S. and these territories and looking to coordinate those efforts in such a way that we can really mass that energy, that focus, that work, that organizing, mass it toward specific initiatives, specific interventions where we can start to put some severe dents into this genocidal system while at the same time living with one another and building with one another in an, in an alternative mode 
that is not a genocidal one. That's that's ultimately what the People's Senate is about. And and can you tell us who will some of the teachers be? Those who will be, you know, or hosting or moderating? Absolutely. Uh, so we have uh, Brother Sekou Odinga, also longstanding freedom fighter and, and revolutionary uh, and, and uh, you know, Black, Black Liberation Army um, and Black Panther veteran. Um, we have uh, another longstanding revolutionary uh, fighter, uh, Sister Johanna Fernandez. Uh, Dr. Fernandez will be one of the speakers. Um, we will ha- we'll hear from uh, Brother Jihad, uh, another veteran Panther and, and BLA member. We'll be hearing from Sister Kui, another long-standing freedom fighter and uh, just major champion of uh, political prisoners, uh, prisoners of war. So it's 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 a it's a uh, full slate in terms of heads that will be uh, addressing that webinar. Mm-hmm. Uh, but all those names only... are familiar to me. So I, hey, <laughs> I got to make sure I register because you're talking about some intellectual heavy hitters right there. Absolutely, absolutely, and and at the same time, those those names that we recognize and those long-standing fighters are going to be right side by side with names that perhaps we don't recognize. Okay. Heads that you know that maybe we we don't re- know their names yet, but we'll get to know one another because they're doing the work on the ground, and so that's that's central to the People's Senate as a as an organizing mode. It's it's not. You know, we're we're really looking to in in a horizontal way, in a way that connects heads that are that are doing the work, and really and 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 uplifting that work, recognizing the the work that goes on, so that it's not a question of you know, uh, you know who who is you know the 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 name or you know who is uh, what what group is seen as you know the 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 vanguard right. group or what have you, right. but it's about. Oh, you know, all of these groups, all of these collectives are doing important work. Mm-hmm. And so we need to be able to see one another and connect with one another so that we're that much stronger when we start initiatives like overturning this this uh, enslavement that is in, ingrained in, in the U.S. Constitution, for example. So, you know, but but and there are so many other levels of struggle that we need to focus in on. Uh, against this genocidal system, uh, you know, uh, it, m- completely including, of course, you know, the enslavement of our people. So that's a lot of work for us to do at once, and mm-hmm. and and we believe strongly and know that that we can do that work at once. Once we have a coordinated space where we can link up with one another, share tactics, share strategies, and and build in that way, so that so that we're turning our requests into demand that really have that behind it, that, that, that verve and that strength behind those demands. Yeah. To make them happen. You know, um, mm-hmm. like I've been telling heads here again, I understand people don't want to vote. I, I understand that. Um, and need the party, you know what I'm saying? It's really a party of freedom. Uh, in my opinion, you know, I, I haven't heard Joe Biden or any top Democrat 
talk about, hey, guess what? We need to change the 13th Amendment of the Constitution because Lincoln got it wrong. He made concessions to the the uh, traitorous Confederates who tried to destroy us and allowed them to keep practicing slavery through this loophole, which then led to the black. I don't hear none of that. You know what I'm saying? And forget about it when it comes to the Republican Party. Like, they Republicans, they have a little end fight, and they like to call one another uh, a rhino, Republican in name only. But the Republican Party was founded as an abolitionist party, so as far as I'm concerned, you're all a bunch of rhinos because you ain't pushing abolitionists, uh, you know, and, and, and abolitionism. You're not standing for human rights. And and so I tell people, though, the only way that we're going to leave the pressure that is on us right now, again, they just shot shot a, a, a 20-something-year-old, 22, I think he was 22, 23-year-old father um, in a black neighborhood, over 40 shots, you know, and, and, and then it looks like when his car crashed 100 yards from where they opened fire, um, they ran up, uh, witnesses say he got out, and was on the ground because he'd been hit, and then they put two more shots in his shell cases, this video of the shell cases, and they buy, and they have cleared clear these slave these slave catchers for duty. So so we fighting right in the street, and you know Tyree Nichols is happening everywhere. And so we have to organize against it. We have to stop just doing cultural stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, like yep. we need to organize and operate in the people activity area politics, like uh, recruiting and training our young people or educating our young people on on this before while they're in high school so that we can then run them as candidate for these local office the county commissioner the mayor you know these these little towns and, and what have you and so i just don't see us doing that you know uh, i i'm speaking here locally i mean mm-hmm. we're not doing that we good for a juneteenth event a black history cultural event wine dinner entertainment you know what I'm saying, but where is where is the organizing to to uh, end slavery and the murder of people right here in our county? So no, a hundred a hundred thousand percent. And when you when you speak of the culture, part that's part of what we need to do is exactly it's, it it can't just be about a cultural event. The culture itself needs to be a revolutionary culture, uh, one that is struck. widespread struggle you know, uh, when as uh, our culture and when i say our culture i'm speaking specifically uh, of the people we call african-americans mm-hmm, i am a mm-hmm. pan-africanist but i'm speaking we talking about the united states history and our culture has always been one of resistance from the very beginning and, and anything anybody try to tell you anything other than that is nonsense and and so it's like you know it's very sad to see our leaders not even struggling you see black people on the news the newspapers the tv is reporting these black people's being mistreated because they let these white people protest there but when the black people this is the corporate media saying this you know mm-hmm. so you know it had to have happened and for it to be evidence for them to say that but yet not a single elected black leader has spoken out 
or said anything well, about that young man getting shot down. So I, man, I'm for change any way possible, man. We got to try everything. And and that's how we know that those are not leaders, that they're not our leaders. I mean, I just look at it like there was one of these, in one of these uh, court court instances for Mumia uh, a couple years back, a couple to a few years back, just stepping out of that courtroom. And I just remember one of the OGs saying something to the effect of, yeah, they're just, they're just doing three card Molly in there, you know, just expressing just how theatrical, what a, what a just, it's just like shifting things around is basically what I took that to mean. And that's what I've seen in that courtroom as well. And thankfully, you know, moves have really taken a turn with regard to the court situation uh in 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 the struggle to bring mumia home and so and so that's also mad encouraging but it's just to say when you look at the the you know the state of the state of the union address or whatever else these so-called leaders it's just the it's just theater ultimately they're just moving around shifting things around they already know you know how they want it to come across it's all scripted and we're supposed to actually give our energy to that and 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 debate it or or believe it or whatever it's genocide it's been the same they've been on the same exact genocidal tack since since the jump they've been just doing it just rinse and repeat they have different you know uh clothing for it for different eras so we it's 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 the view of the people senate that you know there's 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 really no room or time to just continue to engage the theater of this genocidal system. Right. Let's figure out what our mode of governance is going to be collectively. And in the meantime, let's defend ourselves against the, the continued onslaught that's only ramping up, regardless of what they say. Word. All right, Tag. Well, it was good catching up with you, man, uh, on the work that you've been doing with the spirit of Mandela coalition, man. And, um, definitely I'm get registered. So again, I'm gonna tell the people that they can go to black talk. Wait a minute. Do y'all have a website they could go to that's easy to remember or, or, you know, just a flyer. No, absolutely. And, and, and so that everyone knows the website, um, updates to the website are currently in mode. So, so the website should, should see a real overhaul in the near future, but it's spiritofmandela.org. And right up there at the top, you'll see a link for People Senate. So if you go to the People Senate link, you'll be able to check out in more detail some of the particulars. You can see the People Senate at a glance. And yes, please do register. We really welcome all of, all of our, our sincere human beings, strugglers, organizers, revolutionaries, radicals, et cetera, comrades, so that we can really build this out and, and, and continue to keep it moving with all of this other nonsense that is on the horizon. You know, we need to be as unified as possible. I co-sign on it that. Well, Tag, keep your head on the swivel behind these enemy lines, and we'll try to catch up with you at a later date. Peace and blessings to you, you as, you as well, brother Scotty. As always, much love and respect to Black Talk Radio Network.
And so once again, that is the People's Senate, and that webinar will be Saturday, February the 18th, 2023, at noon, okay, and this is Eastern Time, I, I, yeah, it's Eastern Time in case you're on the Pacific Coast or wherever you may be. Shout out to my, to um, our indigenous comrades out there in Hawaii, it's been a while since I've been out, been out on those islands, but uh, yeah, so we're going to take a short break, uh, but before I go, yeah, let me get myself together here. Uh, it is Black History Month, and so to help commemorate Black History, and even though we do it 24-7, I, I get that, I get that, but it is a month where we're all coming together to focus on certain aspects and really churn out that history, especially on social media, because you know a lot of people don't, don't never have an opportunity to uh, see that information. Um, so, but anyway, to help you commemorate Black History Month, for those that don't know, I am an artist. I'm a digital artist. Um, I sold like I could sit up here and tell you the truth and say I sold thousands of dollars worth of NFT, which is just digital art that I burned into. Uh, NFT and people seem to like my work. So to help Black Talk Media Project, which is the parent organization of Black Talk Radio Network, uh, raise funds for operating basic operating expenses. Um, I'm loaning four prints from my African Children series collection, and those prints come matted and hand signed by me, and a hand signed thank you note, you know, from me as president other Black Talk Media Project. Uh, and all the, the uh, proceeds benefit the nonprofit. I think it will be a net $15 donation after shipping, product cost, and, and all of that. Um, so $15 when you get one of these prints, or or all four. Uh, we got a deal, get three for $75, get the fourth one free. And, um, that, and so, yes, go check out the page. It's, it's on Black Talk Radio network.com the tab is 2023 black history month arts fundraiser you can also find information on our social media pages like black talk media project on facebook all right so i'm going to take a short break and then when i come back i'm just going to just run down on some of the news that, that caught my eye nothing um Nothing really pressing right now, but definitely stay tuned. I'll be back on the other side.
listening to Black Talk Radio News with Scotty Reed. I'm broadcasting from behind the enemy lines of USA Inc. And so, um, yeah, I've, I need y'all help. Let me just put it out there. I need y'all help. As I was talking to Tag, y'all heard me talking about Jason Lipscomb. Look his name up. Say his name. Say Jason Lipscomb. Because it looked like they trying to let these five cops get away with killing this young man in a, a black and brown residential community. Fired over 30 shots. I know over 30 for sure because they counted them. You know, had the little yellow sticker by each shell um, from when they fired their weapons at his car, which was fleeing away from him, them. Then he crashes a hundred yards up the road. And then on the video, you can see two more shell casings marked by the little yellow marker, um, right by his car, two more shots. And witnesses are saying that they, they ran up to him and killed him. He was still alive and he was unarmed. Okay. And so there's been nothing. We haven't heard anything since last year. Since last, what, August, I think he was killed, maybe? So it's been a while. Um, and there's no national coverage of this. No, they won't, haven't released the body cam, and North Carolina has passed laws to make it more difficult. But I'm going to have to look into it. I want to know from some of these media contacts that I have that work in the mainstream, um, if they have put in a freedom of information request a FOIA, you know, request for that body cam footage. And, you know, talking to um, some other activists in the county uh, who was out there um, advocating for Joshua War, a homeless white veteran who they attacked, um, Gastonia police attacked while he was in a medium um, and, and used violence against him that was totally unnecessary. I think he said they, they spent like ten, twenty thousand dollars, I guess, in attorney fees or what just to get that body cam footage released. Now Joshua wasn't killed or, or anything. They tased him. But they killed Jason Liscomb. They shot him down in the street like he was a mangy rabbit mutt that had to be put down. And they was looking for him for a nonviolent alleged crime, which turned out not to be a crime at all. But some stupid people playing stupid games with people's lives and calling 911 and making false reports or kidnappings. Yeah, I said it. Sometimes it be our own people. But this story needs to get out there. It needs to go viral, okay? And you can go to Gaston County Community Talks Facebook page and you can see videos and stuff about it. Or you can look up in the paper. I mean, I'll do an internet search. But yes, uh, um, we need to say his name and get his name out there like some of these other victims. Because, I mean, it just made, it was just absolutely no no call for that. And they didn't care. If those 30-plus bullets hit somebody else, I, you know, a story was told to me about a four-year-old child. When he heard the shot start running to, you know, his house, his father was on the porch, and then he jumped down on the ground and said, the police shooting at me. 
just traumatize that community and, and they just want to sweep it under the rug and act like ain't anything happening. Nothing to see here. Move on. While they've been targeting protesters and activists like myself. I was arrested last year, last summer, for standing on the sidewalk telling these cops that these protesters have a right to be on this sidewalk. That's settled law. That's settled law. And the North Carolina Constitution is stronger than the federal, the U.S. Constitution on First Amendment speech rights. And you had no right to tell them. And I wouldn't move. I wouldn't move off the sidewalk. And I went to jail. My charges got dismissed because the deputy didn't show up. But then they targeted Lydia McCaskill. And they really don't like her. And tried to charge her with inciting a riot in front of Peter Wheel, which is a restaurant in Gastonia, North Carolina. When they were, her and some other activists were on the sidewalk handing out flyers um, and, and saying Jason Lipscomb's name. Say his name. And letting people know that the Gastonia police, possibly with help from the uh, Gaston County Sheriff's Department, and gunning down this young man in the street like that. And police tried to charge her with inciting a riot and some other trumped up stuff. And she took it to trial. And the judge dismissed the case and scolded the cop. Judge Greenlee, who's on the bench here in, I think it's uh, District 27A, Court District 27A, but it's District Court. He threw it out. He's the same Judge Greenlee when they tried to stop us from protesting two years ago. Um, lifted a, a judge, another judge's order saying we couldn't be within 300 feet of the courthouse doors. This is settled law. And the only way that, that you have rights is if you stand up for those rights. People have already fought for you to have that right. Now it's up to these generations, including my own, to maintain those rights. And if you just let them push you around, they will push you into the ground. And I don't want to live in a place like that. So please check out those cases. Uh, Marvin McCaskill, another um, person who I mentioned, they setting him up for trying to burn down this icon um, that white supremacists seem to love Tony's ice cream because it was started, you know, before segregation, before them Negroes, you know, did them sit-ins in North Carolina and forced them to serve black people, you know, at the front door and not make them go to the back door. See, we found it back in the 1950s. It's a white cultural icon in, in this southern town, Gastonia, uh, North Carolina. Man, uh, and so anyway, somebody did try to burn it down. It's on a security cam video, but it isn't Marvin McCaskill. I blew up the video to zoom in on the person. I guess I should say I zoomed in on the person. I got a copy of the video, and it's a person with dreadlocks like mine. 
dreadlocks longer than mine, and mine are pretty long. They're past my shoulders. But you clearly see when that person bends over, and they have a more slender frame than Marvin. It's clearly not him. But they're saying they found the lid with his DNA on it. Okay? Anybody can go through anybody's trash because people have gone through people's trash to harvest some DNA. Not saying the police did it. I don't know if that person was working with the police or not. This person could just simply be a hater. Because it seems to me that Marvin McCaskill is popular with the ladies. So maybe he got some haters who hate on him. Maybe it was a lady in that video, a scorned lover perhaps, who wanted to, you know, set him up for this. So they charging him with first-degree attempted murder, saying it was an employee in the building at 5 o'clock in the morning, saying they found his DNA, but they weren't wanting to disclose at the probable cause hearing they found a second set of DNA, but claiming they can't identify the person with that DNA. That might mean they're not in the system or whatever, but that could be the person who left plant planted, literally planted. Plant, you see him in the video, take the lid off the jar and put it on the ground and left it there. Left it there. That's not Marvin in that video. And I've known this young man since 2020. And he's at, like, I would go through video of the protests and stuff. He's always out there. He's always out there peacefully protesting. And so his case needs national attention. And so please, you can go to Gaston County Community Talk page and you can share those videos to among your friends and family this needs to go viral because this young man life on the line man they trying to give him 20 years but first they trying to force him or coerce him into a two-year plea deal well if he's so dangerous then that he you're gonna give him 20 years then why are you gonna drop it down to just two years oh he must not have been that dangerous these are the games that the system plays. The system of slavery coerces over 90% of cases end up in a plea deal because they stack charges and the people get scared. And they won't take it to trial like I did, like Lydia did. Granted, ours were misdemeanors. We weren't staring down the barrel of, of 20 years. So I can imagine why some people will get scared and, and plead out. Because, you know, again, then it takes money. Lawyers are like anything else. You get what you pay for. And it takes money. And if you don't have that money and you don't have good representation, then guess what? Your chances increase of going into modern-day slavery. So these are very important stories that's happening here locally that I thought I should bring to my dare I say, international audience. Gaston County Community Talk, you can find those stories. Please, we need help. We need help here. Black people are under assault. That said, I'm going to go ahead and close it out. Um, please support the work of the Black Talk Media Project. Um, like Gaston County Community Talk, that's one of our projects. 
We have another similar project, RVA Soul, that covers Richmond, Virginia. And then, of course, we have Black Talk Radio Network, which has an international audience, but primarily uh, our listeners are based here in the United States. But we need we this work costs money, too. And so you can get some really beautiful art. And, of course, I'm the artist, but people told me it's really good art um, for a donation. Uh, to the Black Talk Media Project towards a, a good cause. Because guess what? The system is not going to fund an abolitionist uh, media organization like the Black Talk Media Project. All right, with that said, y'all be safe out here. Keep your head on the swivel behind these enemy lines where they still practicing slavery. And, you know, and it's not even really race-based no more. They can put anybody into slavery. And so you have skin in this game. I don't care what color you are. And, you know, even if you feel like you don't, you should be against the enslavement of anyone. All right, with that said, peace and blessings to all. Good night.